Hey guys, so welcome back to Just Being Honest. I will be your host for today. My name is Juliet, and this is our second Sunday devotional. As you can hear, I guess, Sammy isn't here today. Um, I don't know if she mentioned this, but we will be switching back and forth each week for the devotionals. So, today I will be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And I thought this was a very important topic, so there's a lot that I have to say about this, so we're just going to get right into it. Okay, so first off, I wanted to start by reading Galatians 5, 13 through 26, and this is the section called Life by the Spirit. So if you want to go ahead and grab your Bible, Bibles, if you have one available or if you just want to read it later on I think it's really important that you read it and better comprehend it than just me reading it to you guys so it says you my brothers and sisters are called to be free but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh rather serve one another humbly in love for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command love your neighbor as yourself If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit is what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of flesh are obvious, sexual immortality, impurity, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, factions, and envy, drunkenness, and the like. I warn you as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we believe, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become concentrated, provoking, and envying each other. So, basically, so if you guys didn't know, Paul wrote Galatians, and he is stressing to us that we are we can't use our freedom for evil because God gave us free will. If he didn't, we would be a bunch of walking robots everywhere and that'd be kind of weird. But we need to use it for the good of others. We can't fall into a trap of worldly things and material objects. He tells us to follow the spirit and then he gives us a list of acts of flesh, sexual immortality, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, jealousy, fits of rage, selfishness, drunkness and says that those who inherit those traits will not inherit the kingdom of god because obviously those are all worldly things and we know that god cannot handle that and what i always like to think of is that god is allergic to sin which really helped me when i was little because i would always have a hard time understanding well, why can't he do that? And my parents would always say, because I'm allergic to like peanuts and tree nuts. I always say, well, just like you're allergic to that, he's allergic to sin and like he can't tolerate it. But then Paul gives us the fruit of the spirit. 
gives us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And he says that since we live by the Spirit, we need to be careful to not envy each other and to not be jealous of each other and follow those acts of flesh. So I'm going to go through all the definitions of the fruits of the Spirit. But first, I just want to say the one of these fruits that sticks out to me the most is joy. I feel like a lot of times we often associate joy with only good things and only being happy and only being like, yay, hip, hip, hooray, like everything is good. But like, here's the cold, hard truth, y'all. We should be joyful even in the hard times. There is a huge, a huge difference between being happy and having joy. Now, is it okay to be joyful during the good times? Absolutely. That's amazing. But we do need to be careful to not only praise the Lord in the good times, but also in the very hard times. I feel like a lot of times, I I think we talked about this in another podcast episode, that we're only, I think Sammy talked about this in her devotional last week, that we're only praying to God during the good times and only asking him for things during the good times. And then when things get really hard, we just walk away and say, well, why did you do this to me? Why is this how it is? Like, why would you do this? And we kind of just like stop praying. And if we do pray, it's kind of asking him for things like, please make this get better. Please do this. Please do that. Please make this happen. And it's not really how we should be thinking. Is it okay to like go to God in prayer during hard times and be like, I really wish this would just get better, but I know that you were with me through it all. Sammy said this in the last episode, God gives you what you and him together can handle, not what you can handle. So back in like sixth grade, I went through a time where I was getting out of a very toxic friendship, which we all know is not good at all and that was one of what I consider to be my best friends I had a lot of anxiety and was probably at the probably at one of the lowest points in my life and that sounds silly me being only 12 at the time but like it can be hard transitioning to middle school from elementary school losing friendships and I've just like always had anxiety so I was even worse I was having a really hard time being like joyful and I felt like things were just getting harder and harder and harder and I wasn't actually looking to God so I felt like my entire world was ending. The key word there was wasn't looking to God which is sometimes hard to do when we're in the hard times and sometimes we forget. Like I said earlier sometimes we will just blame everything on him but that's not what we should be doing. We should be praising him for the good things, which is part of being joyful, recognizing that you're in a hard time and being like, God, I know that I'm in a hard time. I know that you didn't bring this upon me because he doesn't. These are the acts of the devil in the world that not his fault. He does not cause sin. That was our fault. Like, 
it can feel like your entire world is ending if you're not looking to God for help. So I just, I think that's really, really important. And once I did start praying and like, because I pray frequently, but during that time, I would, I would pray, but it wouldn't be sincere. I, like I said earlier, I was being like, make this better. Why is this happening to me? Why would you do this? Don't do that. Because that is not good. And that is not how to please God. That's, I like to use this analogy sometimes. That's like going up to your parents, say if, I don't know, your brother and you get in a fight and something I don't know he gets in trouble or you get hurt or something like that and you go to them and say make this better right now why did you do this to me make it better now your parents had no part in that now do they feel bad for you yeah but like that is not what they want for you. So, yeah. So, now we're going to get into the definitions of all the fruits and how we can apply that to our lives. Okay. So, the first definition that we are going to look at is love. And I'm just getting these off of Google. So, I do have an objection to one, which will be interesting. And I want to... I want to know what you guys think. So send us a voice message on Anchor. You can email us at bfbooks at 21 at gmail.com. We know that's under our name, but our old name, but we can't change that. Um, you can comment on Apple Podcasts. Any of those work. So this love is an intense feeling of deep affection to a great intense and pleasure in something feel deep affection for like or enjoy very much so love we should love everyone we it even says in the bible we should love our neighbors as ourselves the two main rules that jesus taught were love god and love others so we see that pop up a lot in the bible So, and God loves us, an intense feeling of deep affection. He loves us so much, and that's, it's kind of like, no matter what we do, he's always going to love us, and I feel like, as humans, that's hard to wrap our heads around, because that's just so crazy that we could do the worst thing ever, and he would still love us. So, the next one is joy. And this says, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Or to rejoice. So, I feel like there's a difference between joy and joyful. Because, again, like I said earlier, you can be joyful in bad situations. You can be thankful for what you have. Which I think joy and thankfulness kind of tie into each other, even though thankfulness isn't one of the fruits of the spirit but I don't know let me know what you guys think because I think it's kind of like happiness isn't exactly the word I would associate with it so the next one is peace 
and a state or period in which there's no war or war has ended um or freedom from disturbance so peace is what it seems like like we should be at peace with the world and at peace with everyone and again we should love everyone and we should be at peace with ourselves and with God. We should never be at war with God because that's just a battle that cannot be won at all. So the next one is patience. And this is one that we all have trouble with. The capacity to accept or tolerate delayed trouble, delayed trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. So I, I'm not very upset. I'm not a very patient person, so I've gotten better, but, like, at restaurants when I was little, even a couple years ago, I would get so upset if my food was not out in 15 minutes, and that's just sort of something that we have to learn to do not only with material objects, but with people, too. We need to be patient with others and let them have time to think about or do what they need to do or think about. Same thing with God. I especially think about this and associated with prayer. The Bible says that our prayers will always, always be answered. Could take days, minutes, years, months, any amount of time. And it's not necessarily going to be answered in the way that we want it to be. So we also need to have patience with God and not, again, beg him and be like, why aren't you doing this right now? Like, what's up with that? So, the next one is kindness, and it is the quality of being generous and considerate, and we need to be kind to everyone. I mean, everyone has, sorry if you guys here went outside, everyone has their flaws. It's okay to not be okay. We need to be kind to everyone because we don't know what everyone is going through. I have my home screen says that everyone has their own story and you never know what they're going through be kind always which I think we all need kind of a reminder of that because it is very very easy to judge and judgment was actually one of the acts of flesh like prejudice not like you guys get what I'm saying but we can't be judging people for how they look or how they act because you don't know what their home life is like You don't know what their spiritual life is like. And one of the things is you need to probably go and help them be like, hey, this is God. Like, share the gospel with them. And that sometimes can help them a lot if they're going through anything. But then sometimes they're just mean people that don't want to have to do with anything. And, you know... Kill them with kindness. <laughs> Doesn't work at first, but if you just, like, repeatedly do it, you, like, it's not going to get any easier, but you can't do anything about them being mean. So, the next one is goodness. And this is the quality of being morally good or virtuous. And then below it says, a substitution for God, expressing surprise, anger, etc. So, goodness, I don't really know how to explain. Like, 
wholesome, I guess. We need to have our morals right. Our virtues right. Like... I don't really know how else to explain it. Um, So we'll just get into the next one. Faithfulness. And this is a really important one. The quality of being faithful. So... We can't see God. We can see what he does, just like we can see what the wind does, but we cannot physically see God. He is not um, like a human being standing right here, right now. We can't see. People saw Jesus, but we cannot see Jesus as of right now. We can't see God. We can't see the Holy Spirit because they are all the same thing. So it's a very important thing to be faithful to him and not only spiritually, but being faithful to friends. If they tell you, hey, I'm going to give you this pen back. You don't know for sure that they're going to do that, but sort of like trust. You need to trust them and have faith in them that they will do that, that they are going to be there for you, that they're going to stick up for you, whatever it may be. Okay, so the next one is gentleness. This is the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. So, we need to be gentle with people. Everyone is fragile. We can't, like... We need to be gentle with our actions. We need to control, self-control. We need to control our emotions and how we act towards others. Because we do not want to just, like, lash out on everyone. Because that would not be good. So, gentleness. There you go. And then self-control, which is also one that we all need to work on. The ability, well, the ability to control oneself in a particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. So, self-control can be a really, really, really hard thing to wrap your head around and like this is something I even need to work on controlling your anger controlling your actions like having that control over your emotions to be like okay I'm angry right it's okay to be angry Jesus got angry we all know the story of the flipped over tables at the temple it's okay to be angry but you should not lash out on everyone because you're angry. And, like, a good example of this is if you are just, like, having a bad day and you take it out on your friends or you take it on out on your parents. Everyone has their bad days, but it's not okay to take it out on others. Maybe pray to God, like talk to someone about it rather than just getting angry at someone for no reason and it can be hard because I've had those moments where like someone says one thing that normally we would laugh about and I just get so irritated and I sort of just like not yell at them but I'm like why would you do that what is wrong with you like why would you ever do that you know I don't like that and they're like this isn't you (laughs) so yeah I think that's about it for this devotional I hope you guys learned something from it and yeah we will see you on wednesday and happy daylight savings time we all love that don't we yep all right bye guys